Where did we come from? Why are we here? What is our ultimate destiny? We will explore those questions and more in our first episode of Adventology entitled, What is the Meaning of Life? Welcome to Adventology, the podcast dedicated to helping you find answers to the big questions of life so that you can live a life of influence that ultimately impacts the world for eternity. Each week, we will explore a different chapter in the story of humanity that centers around Jesus Christ and culminates at His second coming. Whether you know Jesus already or are simply curious about what the Bible has to say about the end of the world, this podcast has something for you. Here now is the host of Adventology, Travis Walker. Have you ever had one of those moments where you reach the pinnacle of doing something you enjoy doing? You won the game, you experienced the pleasure, your dreams really did come true, and then simultaneously realize that it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be? It didn't fill the emptiness, and now what? What do I do now that I know I will never reach a higher moment than I've just experienced? I can remember one such experience in my own life in my early 20s. You see, in my college years, I didn't worship in a church or a temple like I had in my youth. I worshipped in a club or a bar. My religion was hedonism, and I'd given myself completely to it in every aspect of my life I knew how. But now was the moment of truth. Now I had just mixed the right cocktail of chemicals in my body, and I was experiencing the highest high in all my years of partying. And the moment it happened, I knew it. Something within me cried out, is this it? I couldn't hold it in, so I blurted out to my friends that I had peaked, that I had maxed out, that everything after this was going to be a downhill ride, and I was right. I had reached the top of the stairway of heaven, and now there was no place to go but down. And down I went. Why? I had no answers. I knew nothing else that could bring happiness to my life, so I accepted the ever-diminishing returns of pleasure-seeking. It is interesting because in the Bible, Jesus tells a similar story of a prodigal son who, when he had come of age, asked his father for his inheritance and soon thereafter departed to a faraway country. The son finally had everything he had always wanted, money, freedom, anonymity. No one knew who he or his father was and he could live however he pleased. So, of course, he lived to please himself. Sometime afterward, the story tells us he squandered his fortune all away in reckless living. Once again, we see the principle that once you get everything you want in life, there is no place to go but down until you have nothing. Then, right when he was in his greatest poverty, a famine came into the land that only made matters worse. He then became so desperate for food that he took a job on a farm feeding pigs. But even then he found no relief, no money, no food, no rest. The only thing he had was the burden of shame, regret, and guilt for what he had done. But then something unexpected happened. As he was sitting with the pigs, longing for the food that they were eating and finding no satisfaction with his life whatsoever, he had a revelation. 
he saw something in his mind. The scriptures say that he came to himself. It was almost like he was starting to remember again. He had been living in the moment for so long that he had in essence forgotten his past, forgotten he was the son of a father who loved him. But now everything was clear, not like before. Perhaps he could go home and work for his father as a servant. Surely he had disqualified himself from being his son, but at least in his father's house he could eat. So he rose and went to his father. Maybe you can relate that moment when you woke up out of a dream and cried out, what have I become? As you realize that what you thought would give you life was in fact the very thing stealing it away from you, bit by bit until there wasn't much left of you anymore. I know for me it happened at a New Year's Eve party. At some point in the hours after midnight, I had a revelation of Jesus Christ while being surrounded by a room full of people trying to get high, trying to stay high. And then all of a sudden, everyone in the room fell down. It was just me standing before Jesus himself as he came down out of the sky, and I knew I was lost, and it terrified me. But then, after a few seconds, I realized what had happened, and my fear was turned to sorrow. For I then realized, with an intensity I will never forget, that I was a child of a God of love, and he was calling me home. And home I went, both literally and figuratively, not knowing what to expect, all the while wondering what use could God have of someone as broken and messed up as me? What should we expect when we come home? You see, many of us have this idea in our mind that God is trying to scare us when the Bible describes the fate of the wicked. It's as if we believe God is using the threat of suffering and eternal death to manipulate us, when in fact, he's just trying to save us. There's a proverb in the Bible that reads, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. You see, the issue is not that God is trying to warn us that the way we have chosen is leading us to death. The issue is believing that he's telling us the truth. Intrinsically, we know this, but our pride too often prevents us from turning around and going home. But if we would just humble ourselves, we may just discover something unexpected on our road home. So how was the prodigal received by his father on the way home? You see, in the prodigal's mind, he knew he did not deserve to be acknowledged. But to his great surprise, he discovered his father was actively waiting for him to return. Looking for the slightest clue, his son might be coming home again. And when he saw him coming a great way off, he ran to embrace him. As the son confessed his sin to the father before he could even finish speaking, his father commanded his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and a shoe on his feet 
and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to celebrate you see the prodigal was restored into his father's house again not as a servant but as a son why because before the prodigal had chosen his father his father had already chosen him no one could replace his son while he was gone and there was no way he was going to be denied of his presence when he returned his life was wrapped up in his son the story of the father's love for the prodigal son is the story of god's love for us before we chose him he chose us even after we rejected him for who we thought he was he has always accepted us as we really are you have been chosen chosen for what you ask well that's the fun part we get to figure out on this podcast i don't know what's driving you it could be more more degrees more accolades more notoriety more followers more power or maybe it's better better relationships better skills better performance better technique better strategy let me assure you that there's nothing you can achieve for yourself in this world that will ever bring complete satisfaction in your quest for your meaning of life i have a feeling your intuition agrees with me already but even so i want to take a moment to meditate on these words of jesus he said for whoever would save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it for what will a profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul or what shall a man give in return for his soul for the son of man is coming with his angels in the glory of his father and then he will repay each person according to what he has done what is the meaning of life according to these words of jesus pretty simple really to find our life in god and not ourselves life doesn't come from us it comes from him and only life can satisfy life thus even if we have won the game of life according to the wisdom of this world and all we gain is death in the end and what have we really gained god wants us to know there is a day of reckoning coming jesus is coming in the clouds with the glory of his father and all the heavenly host are you ready for jesus Don't let the world convince you he isn't coming. There's no better time to come to Jesus than now. There's no better time to come home than now. Be ready for Jesus. As the scriptures say, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even so. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Adventology. Our goal on this podcast is for you to be ready for Jesus. And the best way to be ready for Jesus is to spend time getting to know him. Knowing Jesus is everything. And that is why we spent the time today studying the meaning of life from the parable of the prodigal son. But don't just take my word for it, study it out for yourself. For a hands-on experience, I encourage you to check out our website adventology.com. 
And for study guides that you can download immediately and start using today, we recommend the It Is Written Bible Study Guides, available electronically at itiswritten.study. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. And please leave a rating and a review on iTunes or from wherever you downloaded this podcast from. Thank you again for listening to this episode, and I look forward to to seeing you again next time on episode two as we explore the topic, Why Does a God of Love Allow Injustice? Maranatha! Maranatha!